Welcome to Tuesday. No apology with the Bible idiots. We are unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, a la Romans 1.16, and we are here to share with you today the Chris and Emily Show, where we laugh louder, dig deeper, and live larger. And my best friend and bride, Emily, has the content. It is Tuesday. Where are we headed today? Oh, we're going to go to the Bible, of course. I know, but uh, there's got to be uh, something going on you want to talk oh, about. Oh, there always is. And the state of the church is always interesting. When you oh, look state a, of the church. Yeah, the, the broad spectrum, when you look at just what's going on, and what are the masses doing, what are people like um, rushing to and clinging to and hanging on to, and oftentimes it's a little disconcerting. Well, I always like to say the visible church versus the authentic church. True. Because there are things that need to be said about the visible church church that I would never want to say about the authentic bride of Christ that is yes. the church that has sacrificed so much and so many martyrs, so Man, many people, et cetera, et cetera. Make that distinction clear for us. When you say visible church and authentic church, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the fact that there are, let's just take, let's just take three denominations, Methodist, Lutheran, and Presbyterian. Okay. I have had a chance to speak in all three of them in multiple cities around the country. Mm-hmm. There are two Methodist church, I think a lost and a saved. I think there are two types of Lutheran churches, a lost and a saved. I think there are two types of Presbyterian churches, a lost and a saved. Now, when I say lost, does that mean every member of that church is going to hell? No. Oh. I mean that they have lost their way with the authentic serving of Jesus Christ, biblical Christianity. Christianity. The saved, they're not all perfect. They make mistakes, but they're saved and they're on their effort to try to serve Jesus. And so a visible church is people that are just doing church and they may not be about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So it's everyone claiming Christ as, you know, or claiming to be Christian. It encompasses everybody. But the authentic church would be those that, of course, are claiming Christ, but have a sold-out, authentic faith in Christ Jesus. And so the, so there's those two things. Right, and they, they can blur the lines. I mean, exactly. you can have a church that one time was an authentic Bride of Christ church that's now just part of the visible church. Why? Because they water down their message to be attractive to the world. They join hands with the world, and they walk away from their first love. Right. Revelation chapter 2 and 3 with the lampstands tells the story of a visible church versus an authentic church and how they can be the same building. It can be this different in you know year by year, pastor by pastor. It really can. But we know that some Lutherans have intentionally walked away from the faith. Their doctrine says yeah. so. And others have stayed with the Face. Same with the Presbyterians, same with the Every Methodists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. All right, back to you. Hold on to that thought when you okay. took us to Revelation. Hold on to that for a little while. So I'm scrolling through Facebook because, okay. you know, that's where okay. I get what, what all did I my just comment on? How did I help you? <laughs> And we're moving forward. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Chris made an explanation. No, and now here we go. Seriously, just hang on to that okay. thought that you had about going into Revelation and the, and the message to okay, the church. Okay, visible church, authentic church, yeah. Revelation, so I'm going and through, Facebook. I'm going through Facebook and I stumble upon, I don't even follow this this group, but it's a nationwide Christian radio network okay okay they have a facebook page for their morning show and it struck me because their post for the day which was quite shocking to me was what's the biggest mistake a church makes that was that was what what's the biggest mistake a church makes that was what they wanted to talk about apparently that morning and i just were the answers potluck parking (laughs) nursery 
Lancaster's too windy? Well, what was it? you know that that question piqued my curiosity. Sure. So I did. I started scrolling through to see some of the answers, and some of them were pretty good, but most of them focused on things like uh, the biggest mistake that the church makes is they don't invest enough in children's ministry, or the biggest mistake that the church makes is they get so concerned about themselves that they don't reach out to the lost world, or, you know, just these things. And I'm just scrolling through and scrolling through and scrolling through. And I'm realizing the vast majority of these answers of what people think are wrong with the church or the mistakes that the church are making have nothing to do with what God says the mistakes that the church is making. Because thankfully, we can turn to that book of Revelation and there are letters specifically to the churches where God says, hey, this is what I'm holding against you. And this is what I approve of you doing. And this is what I love and I want you to keep doing. But this is what you're doing wrong. And those two things, the, the list in the scriptures and the list on this Facebook page, did not intersect. Well, let's get to that list in just a second. But Revelation describes what Jesus looks like, mm-hmm. and it describes how his voice sounds. Yeah. Can you imagine him saying, "Okay, this is what you're what you're good at," and you're like, "Oh." Yeah. And then he says, "But this is what I have against you." Yeah. And be like, "Whoa, <laughs> no." Anyway, let's talk about these lists. Well, he is talking to us right now today. Uh, But I didn't, you know, hang on to and track too much of what was on the list. Because for me personally, it's like, that is so off the point. That is, you know, and why would you put that on Facebook? Like, that's something that, yes, your church in their private meetings need to discuss, you know. Okay, these are some things that we're not doing very well according to scriptures. Hey, Christians, let's all get together and and trash the church. Let's let's trash what's going on with the Bride of Christ. Oh. On Facebook. (laughs) Hey, let's all get together on Saturday, go to a wedding, and we'll just nitpick that bride. Oh, her makeup's bad. Her dress. Did she choose that? Yeah. Is that short guy really her dad? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I absolutely do. And this and the audience that this that this radio network has, you have to understand a significant number of the people that listen either aren't Christians to begin with or think they're Christians but they're really not. And then you have that third group where there are truly blood-bought believers that sure. do listen to the radio station. And so... So the, I want to hear some of the list. Well, I did tell you some of the stuff on the list. I didn't keep it all, but it's like they don't do outreach enough. They're too inward-focused. They they don't spend enough money on children's ministry. You know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But, but when you compare that to what Jesus tells the churches in the letters, and okay. those churches are for us right now. Yeah, do you have those they handy? They are for us. I actually don't. Okay. But I have read them as of recently. As Mr. Bible Idiot, am I supposed to get them, them rounded up? <laughs> I don't up? know exactly. It's not hard. It's Revelation chapter 2 and 3. I think right, I can find right. it. Right, right. I don't know exactly what he said to each church, but I do remember the things because all of the churches are applicable to us today. But, you know, he says things like you lost your first love. Nowhere in there does God say, well, you don't reach out to the lost world enough. Right. He doesn't ever say that in any of those letters to any of the churches. But what he does say is he says, you do all these things. You feed the poor. You have these acts of mercy mm-hmm. or whatever. But what I have against you 
is that you lost your first love. In fact, th- what he's talking about is himself. Yeah. Your well, love but, for me has grown in, cold. In chapter two of Revelation, it says the church in Ephesus, I know yeah. your works, your toil, your patient endurance. Yes. You've tested the apostles. You know, you do good things. Yes. I'm paraphrasing now to get down to... You um, spent enough money on children's ministry. Yes. Yeah. You remember where you have fallen. You repent and you do the works you did at first. Yep. And, and if not, I will come and remove your lampstand, you know, unless you repent. Right. But this is what I have against you. I hate the work of the Nicolaitans, uh, which I also hate. You hate it. I hate it. Uh, he who has a mirror, let him hear. Uh, well, they're the, tolerating stuff they ought not tolerate. Yeah, and getting is into the work of the Nicolaitans is for a whole nother time. Yeah. Church of Smyrna. I know your tribulation and poverty, even though you are rich. Uh, Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you in prison that you may be tested, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, The church in Pergamum. I always mispronounce that. Uh, Therefore, repent. If not, I will come and soon wage war with my sword out of my mouth against you. Yikes. Uh, The church of Thyatira. Uh, but I have this against you, that you tolerate that woman Jezebel, Jezebel. <laughs> who calls herself a prophetess and is teaching and seducing my servants. Oh, So yeah, yikes. it's all right there. Yeah. That, that's just chapter tolerating two. Tolerating uh, false prophet in the, yeah. in the church. Like he has that against. So when I see this and I see what the people of earth. <laughs> <laughs> people of earth. People of earth. Repent. Emily is speaking. Repent. As to what they think they're doing that is not pleasing God. And it's very different from what God has already told us. This is not pleasing to me. And they don't even know. It was an eye opener for me to see that, like you were talking about, the visible church and the, and what's the other term? I forget. And the authentic, authentic church. church. That's what that I call it. Maybe they're very few and far between who really have a grasp of those things that really do concern the heart of our God. I think we should go to the last half of chapter three and talk about what most people consider to be the American visible church. Okay. As the church of Laodicea. Sure. Because there were times when... Some of the visible church were authentic churches. Yeah, absolutely. And the angels of the church of Laodicea write, this is Revelation 3.14 to the end of the chapter, the words of the amen, the faithful, the true witness, the beginning of God's creation. Sounds pretty good, right? Uh I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. What you would be either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot or cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Now, before you say... Oh, on fire for the Lord is hot and cold as ice is not doing anything for the Lord. That is not what he means here. Right. Cold is beneficial. Hot is beneficial. But when... Very different, but, yes, but beneficial. But where, he, you yes. know, where, where there are Needed. places in Israel, there's hot springs and cold springs. And sometimes there would be aqueducts going down to a place where it would just be lukewarm and good for nothing. The yes. benefit of the hot springs, the benefit of the cold uh, springs, if there's yes. springs. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, let's see, going on. He says, for... You say, I am rich, I have prospered, and I need nothing, not realizing that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich, and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen. Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline, so be zealous and repent. I love that. Be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in with him and eat with him and he with me. Pretty good news, right? Yes. 
The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne, as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. There you go. There you go. Let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. That is so important. Listen for the Lord today. Final thoughts, Emily. Uh, You know what? If you really want to know what God thinks, and you really want to know the mistakes that the church is making, (laughs) you got to go to the groom. You have to go to the author and perfecter of our faith, and he will clearly, plainly tell you. Get into God's word today. Well, the new name of the podcast is called No Apology with the Bible Idiots. We're going to be slowly changing that brand here in season four. Tell your friends, you can still get the podcast by searching Bible Idiots anywhere. And we just love having you along with us. Drop us a line wherever you get the podcast uh, or go to BibleIdiots.com. My email's in the upper left-hand corner. So on behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.